talking, dating, and love. Seek treatment. If you're boring as fuck, seek treatment. If you're unlucky in love, seek treatment. If you just can't take a hint, we'll seek treatment. With Kat and Pat. Hey. Hey. It hey. is. It is my new nickname, Cat COVID. And it is my um, old nickname, Patrick Cappuccino. <laughs> and this, you might be wondering what it is. Well, it's Seek Treatment. And podcast this is a podcast about boys, boys sex, sorks, fucking, fucking dating, dating and, and love. And gloves. Do you, and know gloves. How I f- do you know how I feel right now? Like what? I feel like how I felt that day where I couldn't do the promo. Remember we had to record that promo and I could not not say sentences because I was too tired. I can't explain that. I can't say that I'm feeling much better considering I have COVID and all. Wait, so when did you get to L.A.? Because you're famously in L.A. Oh, I mean, I'm in a place where time means nothing to me anymore. Well, yeah, of course. Basically, this was my journey. I worked until like 8.30 last night, got an Uber. Oh, my God. Got an Uber. And went to um, John F. Kennedy Airport, which is an airport that's named after a president who actually got shot one time. That's the, pre- and... that's the airport. I, it's the president. That's the airport I never go to because it's so far from my house. Oh, for me, that's the airport I insist it's on going to. never been farther. Look at me. House. Look at me. Like 25 okay. minutes. No. About 25 minutes. Get the fuck out of this. <laughs> and I mean, I, I was just saying, I'm having this like guilt spiral. I was talking about off air because I, I, you know, I just got tested. I'm negative, but I feel like in the day of, of like the day I left, basically, it was like a national news story that like New York was like COVID. I know. Omni, Omni, Omni. Can I say this? When I saw my COVID result was positive. So I, I woke up and I was like, oh, I have a little tickle in my throat. I'm just I'm going to get tested just to be safe because I have club coming. When I saw the positive result, I gasped so loud. I was like, no, no, <laughs> no. I just I got boosted two weeks ago, hunty slave. Oh, my God. That's scary. It's, it's so scary to see positive on your phone. I, um, you know, I every time I get tested, get immediately convinced it's going to be positive because it's like, oh, this is like. I know. Just, but then. And then, then you get tested so much that you're like, it's always negative, it's always negative, it's always negative. Totally. And at this point, if I got positive, I don't know what I would, how I would feel, what that would mean for me. But wait, anyways, I take a 10.30 flight that is the kind of flight where you get on at 10.30 and then you just sit there for like 90 minutes for no reason. Oh. So we basically like leave New York at like midnight, um, land at LAX in like, um, like 5.30 uh, a.m., that's um, tough. So no, you're no, 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 no. But but it's two thirty a.m. L.A. time. But then I I take an Uber to my um, hotel. It's the hotel. It's literally like it's gated. It's like you can't get into. There's no way to enter the hotel. And I'm so tired. I can't think. And I can't. No. I keep calling the front desk. They're not answering. It's truly like three o'clock. It's like three thirty um, a.m. But it's like six thirty a.m. for me. And I couldn't sleep on the plane. No. And finally, this woman was like walking around. I was like, "Hey, um, hi. First of all, I'm gay. And second of all, <laughs> is this like my hotel? Like, what is the deal with this building?" And she was like, "Oh my god, yeah." And then she like opened this like gate and let me in. And she was like, "Yeah, I was waiting for you. Like, basically, like I had to like close you out." And I was like, "What does that mean?" And she was like, "I can't explain that." And then she and then basically like and then she was like, "But did you say you're gay?" because <laughs> yeah, I have a gay cousin that is in love with you. Um, <laughs> I um, 
anyways, it ended up taking like an hour plus. Uh, and then I got in and I was so tired, but still I like, couldn't really fall asleep. And I had the following things, peanut M&Ms from the like, you know, mm-hmm. mini bar and yeah. Zappos chips. Of Pat- course. Do you know those kinds of chips? Yes, I know them very well. What is the deal? They're like mystery. They're like mystery flavor. They're the equivalent they're... of mystery flavor Airhead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's so interesting. They look so fun. Like they're so like they're like we're from New Orleans. Like we're just like having fun with in this bag as a party. Yeah, I want to do like a sixty minute one on one interview with the inventor of Zappos <laughs> chips. I mean, like, what is the deal? Like, where did it come from, and what was the install? One of my favorite pleasures as a child was getting um, a submarine sandwich from Anton's Deli next to the Stride Right shoe store on, say it with me, 123 Bel Air Boulevard and getting a bag of Zappos, um, usually sour cream on, sour cream on. It is called Zappos, right? It's not. Is it? Because it's like, what is it? It then? is to me. It is to me. Because Zappos is famously shoes. My dad's addicted to being like, I have a Zappos membership, like free what? shoes. I'm what like, is free Zappos? Shoes. Zappos is. What is for the Zappos shoes. shoes? I know, but what is it's that? A shoe, it's, it's like a shoe shoes. Com. It's like Amazon for shoes. Yeah. yeah at this point. At this but you point, know what? You know what else is Amazon for shoes? What? Amazon, because you can get shoes on Amazon. I was just going to say at this point, Amazon is the Amazon for shoes. You know what I bought on Amazon is a, well, now it's sad I don't know if I'm going to be able to go, but I was supposed to go one, two, three skiing with my family for the holidays. I bought a, I bought like a $100 metallic ski suit from Amazon that's serving House of Gucci vibes, even though I've never seen it, but I really want to see it, even though everyone says it's bad. I want to see it too. Um, anyways, I got a ski suit on Amazon, and that's beautiful to say. Someone's mad at me for that. Someone, <laughs> someone out there. Is DMing me right now being like, you fucking dumb COVID <laughs> cunt bitch. <laughs> you know, I just read this book, How to Do Nothing. That was like, you know, I feel like everyone read it. The way I tried to get myself through that book, I feel like I was in college. I feel like everyone tried in 2018. And I was like, let me wait a few years until I'm more mature and can really handle the text. Well, and- my, sorry, really quick. My relationship to that book is that I read like the first the first chapter, I was like, this is my favorite book. It's going to change my life. Yeah. But then it got too detailed and I was stupid and I got bored like halfway through. This is what I'll say about it. it there's those moments come like every like every like 50 pages. You'll have another one of those moments where I'm like, oh, this book is like going to change me forever. Yeah. But then it's like it's so boring sometimes. And she gives so many like examples of things. <laughs> yeah. It's one of my least favorite traits in a person where they give too many examples. You really should only give one example ever. And if the person doesn't get it from one example, then they're probably not going to get it from a second example. You know what I mean? <laughs> can I ask for those who um, were too stupid to make it through the book, my commu- which is my community, what did you gain from the book? Um, really, really interesting question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I did finish it on the plane yes, uh, last night, and I <laughs> I don't know if I could truly say I've slept since then, so I don't know if I'll be able to kind of synthesize <laughs> the info. Um but I think just, um, I don't know, it's a lot about like bioregionalism and like caring about like where you are and what animals live where you are. I think I will be more understanding and more interested in connecting with people. I do think. Yeah, she connects a lot with her birds, I remember. Well, what I'll say about her is she's very like this, like, you get the book and you think because it basically wants you to think that it's like how to detox Twitter because that's like basically mm-hmm. what it wants you to think it is. And it's essentially not that. It's essentially like go green ecology. Mm-hmm. Um, and but it's like saying and I don't know, it just says a lot of things, but there's 
I don't know. I'm not. I can't. Um, well, let me say right this. Now. If Pat seems at all tired to you, I have to take full personal responsibility for that because we were supposed to tape Wednesday morning, but I ex- was experiencing COVID. And I yeah. canceled. And I was also, by the way, Bri has COVID too. Shout out to my guy. Even though we both have COVID, we were like scared to kiss each other. We're like, we're going to re-give each other COVID. So we were like kind of keeping a distance. Oh, yeah. Then this morning, cut to me. I'm like, spit in my fucking mouth, you stupid whore. Are you someone who does spit in my mouth? Um, people do spit in my mouth. Yeah, I, I say spit in my mouth. Okay. I don't, I don't, I only like it in certain times. I would never want it. I prefer to, to mm, I prefer to spit in the mouth, but then this is oh, how, I don't want either. I don't this want This sounds either. so gross. This sounds so stupid, but I, <laughs> this is what my podcast, this is what my art is. My art <laughs> is revealing to you on air that sometimes I don't like when someone's spit in my mouth because I'm like, I don't want to waste my spit in your mouth when it should go on your dick. Oh, because you're like. So maybe Sometimes, maybe, if I'm dehydrated, you know, girls get dehydrated in New York City when they're about town. And so sometimes these girls need more spit for the blowjobs than they have. And that's where the choking comes in. And that's where the natural gag reflex is such a gift. And that's why God gave women the ability to kind of make spit by choking on cock. And that's what the holidays are all about. And this is a Lifetime Christmas movie that's happening right now. Um, I want to say for those listening, yeah, everyone in New York has COVID. I feel, I feel out of it for sure, but I... Don't feel bad. I feel like I have a cold and like I've had a cold for a few days. I kept joking that I wasn't going to learn how to say it, but how do you actually say it? Omicron? I only read it. I don't hear it. <laughs> I've only been reading the word. I've not been hearing the word. It looks like a cute hotel, by the way. It is cute. It's a silver like pulling in. It's sad you because we're supposed, to, we're supposed to be in LA together this weekend. I know. You would have liked it. You could have stayed here mm. for any if you wanted to. That would have been so fun. I'm going, you know, when I landed at LAX, when I hopped off the plane at LAX with a dream with and something a in a cardigan. A dream in a cardigan? Is that, is that is it how? Dream? I think so. I think a dream in a cardigan feels exactly right. Um, but I felt so alone. I felt so alone last night for some reason. You look so handsome. No. You know, I think Los Angeles is one of the loneliest places you can ever be. Well, I think but I will read. I think I want to read um, while I'm here. I'm such a nerd about like wanting to read things in certain places, but I think I want to read Slouching Towards Bethlehem, Joan Didion. Did you ever read that? Oh, I haven't Isn't it read. about like the 60s oh LA? I'm obsessed with the 60s LA. The si- Joan Didion makes me like LA. I've only read um, Year of Magical Thinking and... One other, I can't remember the name, but you're gonna love it. Thank I have, you. I have someone gifted me an original copy of the White Album, which is on my desk, and it's on my stack of things to read. I also um. Wait, it's interesting because this is why it's interesting because you know I just watched for some. You know when you like you go on Amazon and you're like trying to watch something on Amazon Prime and it's like it presents something to you that you maybe could watch, but then it's like you actually have to get a subscription to Epics oh, to watch this. Don't And you know Epics is, we're an Epics family because Brian's show is on Epics, but yes, oh, yeah. it's a terrible feeling. I um, did that to watch the six for no reason. I was so bored before I, when I was like a few days ago, watched the six part docu-series on the Manson um, murders. <gasps> Wait, that sounds amazing. What, I, it's on Amazon? It's on Amazon. I don't even know if it's, it's definitely not like a buzzy thing that people are talking. It's like literally yeah, deep dive like on Amazon. Let me find something. I mean, it's like I just, when I watched the Lacey Peterson doc from like 2006, like last year, and I was like, this new doc is so good, y'all. I'll always remember seeing E True Hollywood story, Lacey Peterson. And I'll always remember just getting the facts from that. Like I was like 11, I hadn't heard about the case from any, any other place. I remember being like, 
I don't think he did it. From the Ichu Hollywood story when I was 11, I didn't think he did it. Do I'm you sure think he that... did. Yeah, are you a person that's like, he did it? In general? Well, again... Like, with, with all... when it comes to Adnan? When it comes to Adnan and when it comes to Scott, I think that I, that'll always have that, like, feeling of being 11 and watching Ichu Hollywood story, Lacey Peterson being like, I don't think so. I don't know about this. Yeah. But that's just because I was 11 and it was on E!, I was thinking of you because I watched a movie about um, alcoholics that could have cool. been so good. It was. But... I, so it's Joaquin Phoenix. It's called. Um, and Jonah Hill plays like his sponsor. And it's about this guy who gets. He becomes a famous cartoonist, but he like he gets in this terrible car accident, becomes paralyzed. And then he's and he's an alcohol, alcoholic and he gets sober and becomes a famous cartoonist. But some some there were some scenes that were really great, but it was to me that doesn't sound like the story that needs to be told. So here's what I'll say is I think I'm the way the movie was, it was like, oh, this was probably based on a really good book, but the movie's really bad. Yeah, that's a lot of movies. Even but, the ones that aren't based on books seems seem like they're based on a good book. But you know I love some of those AA phrases. I know you love those. Now, wait, so here's what I was gonna say. So one thing that I like, one thing that I like about Manson content is it really always, almost every single one paints a picture of mm-hmm. 60s LA and um, because it's so like integral to the story and like in so many ways, I feel like those murders like punctuated this vibe of the 60s in Hollywood mm-hmm. and like ended an era and so I, oh, but I'm thinking about it because it reminds me of like play it as it lays Joan, Joan Didion, mm-hmm. but you know, no, Marilyn, I mean, um, Charles Manson was obsessed with the Beatles' White Album. And so I'm like, I wonder, is Joan Didion, is that, like, uh, related? Are those things related? Because she's very 60s L.A. also. I know. L.A. stopped being romantic after that. And Lana Del Rey is doing her best to bring it back. And that's why I love her. Because when you listen to her Lana Del Rey song, you almost want to be in L.A. for a second. You know who else, though? The Lisa Tadeo book and Stephanie Dandler. Yes. They both do it, too. They romanticize. When they, the way they write about Laurel Canyon, I'm like, okay, I could go there for a single second. Yeah, but I actually don't know what Laurel Canyon is. It's a neighborhood, actually. Cool. Cool. <laughs> but wait, what was I going to say to you was, oh, I'm listening to the most the most deranged. You know I listen, love a deranged podcast. This one is mm-hmm. excessively deranged. It's about, <laughs> it's basically about these girls who find out that their great-grandfather uh, was the Black Dahlia killer. Wait, I don't know about that. Is it's it really non-fic? Good. Is it scripted? No, no, no. I don't do that. It's on. Uh, I know. I don't do that either. It's it's called it's called. I don't know if someone told me about it. It's called Root of Evil. And the craziest part was it start. The first episode starts with this woman who was adopted. This white woman who was adopted by a, a black family, and she was told that she was half black, so she grew up thinking she was mixed race, and then she finds out not only. Only when she's like, I feel like late, very late in life, finds out she's not mixed race. And on top of that, honey, her grandfather is the Black Dahlia killer. I'm like, this girl can't catch a break. <laughs> I um, I actually don't know um, much about the Black Dahlia killer. It is really fuck. I've been having nightmares because it's really fucking scary. This It was like a surgeon who basically severed yeah. this woman in half. He was like obsessed with the surrealists and like basically an homage to like the surrealists. POV he like cut this woman in half like basically the main thing at the black dog she had this dark black hair and then her her smile was slit like to her ears joker style 
Oh my god! And she was left like on a yard. Anyways, people are sick and tested. I don't know what's wrong with me. I know what's but what's wrong with me? I I love listening to that stuff. Me too. I think it's like integral. Because it holds your attention for once. Everything else is. But oh, talk about holding my attention. I have to reveal. I've begun to watch Love Island. Oh, is your phone ringing? My phone inside of my room is ringing. Pick it up, pick it up, honey. Pick it up on the podcast. Where is it? My friend's looking for his. My friend's looking for his hotel phone. When a hotel literally a rotary phone. Okay, this is. When a hotel calls you, it's usually about like. Hello. Like they're doing construction or something. So basically, what happened was last night when I was checked in, um, it didn't. Something happened where it didn't quote capture my credit card, so they need to capture <laughs> a credit card. Captcha. It didn't like traffic light captcha you. Yeah, it didn't traffic light my credit card. I um, what was I gonna say? I don't have a credit card. I hope that's not like a big deal. Sometimes it's a huge deal to not have a credit card. Like you yeah, can't use I, debit card sometimes. I just got one like two. I only started using mine like two years ago. I just got it. It's my New Year's resolution to build credit. Yeah, I fucked it up somehow, and mine's not great, but c'est la vie. I'm sure mine is bad for my student debt. C'est la vie, c'est la vie. Oh, what I was going to say is I, since I exhausted Love Island UK, I've begun Love Island Australia. Now, I saw you were watching something, and yeah. I was wondering what that was. So far, it is unbelievable. Oh, really? Do I have only one more season of Love Island UK? I'm not sure. Which one are, what are you doing? I finished five. I've seen the first five. Is there six? I think there's six. I actually, yeah, I don't remember. I think there's six. I think there's six, and there's and we just saw seven just aired. Oh, so then there's seven. You're safe. Actually. You're safe. I'm safe tonight. But friend of the pod, Haley Nauman, told me. By the way, what do you guys think this is? Because I we were I was hanging out with Haley the other day, and we were walk <laughs> we were walking down the street in Soho, and there was like this puddle. It's like very big red puddle. And then we were, we all of a sudden both started coughing uncontrollably. And we, it was like, it looked like a puddle of like spice. And I was like, is there spice on the street? And the spice made us cough. And then we couldn't stop coughing for like the whole day. If anyone knows about street spice in Soho, DM Wait, me. there was a red puddle? Yeah, it almost looked as though like there was a restaurant in which, and the guy was like sweeping outside. I wonder if there was like, there'd been like some spicy food that they were like, yeah. but then I was like, it really went into my lungs. I'm sure it was just spices. I love spicy. I've been eating exclusively like curry and ramen. Oh, heaven. Um, I need to eat, I guess, theoretically. Are you going to sleep or what's your plan for today? I have to work immediately after this. <gasps> I know. I'm so impressed with you. You work so fucking hard. There are a lot of ways to say you're great. And an underappreciated one is cake. That's right. Show someone special a little bit of love and get them an indulgent holiday treat from Milk Bar. We all have that friend who says they value experiences over things. I actually am that friend. So I don't have that friend because I actually (laughs) am that friend. And so anyways, you can give that friend a Milk Bar cake for a gift so they can experience literally the most delicious freaking thing ever. Master baker Christina Tosi started Milk Bar in 2008. Perhaps you saw her and Milk Bar featured on Netflix's Chef's Table Pastry Edition. Go absolutely off. I love that show. And Christina, my girly girly girl, has been wowing the world with her unique spin on iconic flavors ever since. Milk Bar is the perfect gift for anyone and everyone in your life. 
Pat, tell them about Milk Bar's bestsellers. Oh my gosh. I actually love, I have to say, I love Milk Bar. It's an inherently unique ex- uh, New York experience. And I think actually we, me and my same sex sexual partner are bringing Milk Bar to our um, holiday um for because he wants to so they have their signature birthday cake their salty sweet compost cookie the milk bar pie made from toasted oat crunch with a gooey butter filling and for a limited time milk bar is offering some indulgent holiday treats such as peppermint bark cake peppermint bark cake truffles and peppermint pretzel snaps Every milk bar creation is thoughtfully and beautifully packaged, made fresh, then flash frozen, and they offer fast, even overnight, nationwide delivery. I have to be open about this. Brian and I were snacking on the peppermint bark cake truffles just last night while we watched um, that movie about uh, alcoholics, and it was really good. That sounds like an incredible experience. Perfect night. And right now, what's so cool about right now is that Milk Bar has a special limited time offer. Get $10 off any order of $50 or more when you go to MilkBarStore.com slash seek treatment. You'll get 10 bucks off an order of $50 by going to MilkBarStore.com slash seek treatment. MilkBarStore.com slash seek treatment. Hey, it's Kat. And Pat, and if you like listening to us, then you need so much help, but you're going to love the Endless Honeymoon podcast. It's hosted by comedians Natasha Leggero and Moshe Kesher, who've been married for six years and thus know everything there is to know about relationships. Each week they talk about their own relationship, give timeless love advice to callers, and react to listener-submitted deep, dark secrets. Ooh la la. And past guests include Chelsea Peretti, Eric Andre, Mark Jacobs, Seth Rogen, Tiffany Haddish, Sarah Silverman, Fran Leibowitz, and many more. Damn, what a lineup. The Endless Honeymoon Podcast is available on Mondays and Fridays, wherever you get your podcasts. And watch on YouTube.com slash Endless Honeymoon if you want to see three geriatric chihuahuas live out their last days on a boucle couch. What do you feel about doing a voicemail? Oh, I would love to do a voicemail. Let's do a voicemail. Hey, Kat and Pat. This is Andrew. Um, I just wanted to say I love you guys, and thank you so much for everything you do. Um, My question is kind of a two-parter, but um, so I am 30 years old, turned 30 this year. And this is a little crazy, but I still have not dated anyone. Uh, all of my relationships, quote unquote, have been very short lived, just kind of like flings. Um, so I'm just curious if you guys have any advice on like, I'm really picky is my issue. I just like can't seem to find anyone that's like really speaking to me and, uh, yeah, so I just wanted to know what your thoughts were on, like, settling, if you think that's even an option or or what. Um, also, I feel like um, I have come from a similar background as both of you. I grew up in a Christian environment. Um, my relationship with my parents has, like, gotten a lot better. But I know that, like, the moment I bring a guy into the picture... Oh, yeah, gay, obviously. Um, The moment I bring a guy into the picture, there's going to be a little bit of tension. It's kind of going to bring up old wounds. So I just wondered if you guys had any thoughts about that. 
if I should even care what my parents think. I definitely like want them to be in my life for the rest of my life. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if this is really making a lot of sense or if it's super clear and concise what I'm asking, but I just wanted to hear if you guys had thoughts or suggestions on how to make a choice when it comes to dating um, in a way that's, like, going to make me happy and also, like, uh, keep my parents, quote-unquote, happy. Uh, anyway, love you guys so much and would love to hear your thoughts. Okay, bye. Goodbye, Andrew. Um, goodbye, Andrew. And um, hello, Andrew. His voice was making me horny. I know. I felt really, I'm, I love him. I felt really sexual about him. <laughs> well, first of all, well, no, actually, this is, Pat, you take the wheel. No, I'm not having any wheel to take. Okay, making your, the only person you need to make happy is yourself. Your parents mm. will come around. My second point is that no, no settling. There is no settling. Three, there is nothing wrong with being picky. Being in a relationship is really hard. It's a lot of work. You're with them literally all the time. If you're not obsessed with them, there is no point to being in one. Just hang out with your friends and be single. And I also think it's a lot more common than you think to have not yet had a relationship in your 30s. I have plenty of friends who have not, who have yet to have like a serious boyfriend in there in their 30s. Because Especially with gay. Are you talking about, are you talking <laughs> about gay or, or I, girls? I'm gay and straight. Wow, I think it's unhealthy for straight, but oh, gay. shut the fuck up! <laughs> I'm just kidding and joking. I'm kidding no, and I joking. Have, but I think in general, it's like because everyone's okay. So to quote something I heard on Love Island season three, Australia last night, I found myself in like a lot of situationships, and that's when no one because these guys like can't commit. Um, so basically, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with you. You're perfect, and the right person is going to come along, but you can't force it, and that's why love is magic. Wait, I just have to say, every time I say something like quirky or um, kooky, I think of like that guy from Carrie's podcast, her producer, like that they keep kind of shaking his head like, oh my God, what is Che going to say next? <laughs> I'm going to do- Why don't we I'm have- do... Okay, so my goal, my career goal is to have a studio where Allison has to be behind glass and we do the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's Where never the fuck? Happened. We've never had that. Our old studio, y'all, we have to laugh, laugh, laugh. It was a, literally a storage closet. <laughs> With a, yeah. with a haunted chair, never forget, and some amazing people. Yeah. <laughs> um, wait, what was I gonna say? Oh my god! Wait, did you watch? And what? just like, and just like. Wait, is there a new one today? There's a new one today. Oh, no, yesterday okay. event. Even yesterday oh, was the new oh, one. Oh, yesterday was Thursday. No, I haven't. So I. Can't oh yeah, it. this is wait. not a spoiler. This is not a spoiler. You need to All answer. All I will say. Question. I know. I'm going to answer Andrew's question. I just okay. need to say Sorry. this. Sorry. This is not a spoiler. But what I will say about episode three of Interesting Back is that it's really, really hard. It's really hard. <laughs> and you see us, you actually get a chance to watch Che's stand-up set that actually they do choose to include about 11 hours oh of stand-up. And <laughs> it's really special. Actually, friend of the pod, um, friend of the pod, Chris Murphy, texted me being like, trigger warning, there is a, there's sta- there's a stand-up special in Sex and the City. <laughs> Wait, what is the stand-up like? Oh my god, it is um I mean it felt like everything was placeholders and they forgot to go back and like put <laughs> TK, in some jokes. Yeah, they forgot What to- is what is TK? I don't know what TK means or why it says that, but it just means that we'll think of it later. But um Yeah, there's gotta but, be something that it stands for. Yeah, there has to be something. You know, 
If you, don't stand, you know, if you stand for something, you'll fall. For, <laughs> if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. And that's why I always say to the famous phrase, TK. TK. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, do you know that Gen Z TikTok girls kind of do TK sometimes? They go like, Oh, I, I didn't know it's that. Like TSK or something. Gen Z oh, TikTok girls do that. I, don't know I was at a, I was at a, I was at an earring party with lots of young TikTok people. Oh, really? Were they doing that? Um, no, they weren't. They weren't doing that actually. My cousin told me Gen Z does that. Okay. Um. Okay. So back to Andrew. Wait, we need First, to have a Gen a fresh. We need to have a fresh face Gen Z on the pod. I know, but who? We have to have a sweepstakes. One like you didn't see. Oh my god, I would love to do a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory sweepstakes. Yes, we're gonna come to your house with a big, big check that just says "Come on the podcast." It's a check for like one dollar. But wait, that's not Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, we'd have to sell chocolate bars and and some of them have yeah, golden tickets. Yeah, I know tickets. the plot. I know, Charlie. but you went giant check with it. Well, when I hear sweepstakes, I think like um, what like clearance? What's what is that? You know I don't saying? know what that, that was. Like that was a huge part of it. That was a huge part of culture. Yeah, that was a huge part of culture. Do you remember the Rugrats episode where it happened to <gasps> Chucky's dad? No, but I love that. 90s show kids so much. will get it. 90s kids will get this. Um, no. Anyways, um, back to Andrew. Back to Andrew. Um, no, listening to Andrew he reminds me so much of myself a few years ago. I famously didn't have a relationship until I was in my 30s. And um, yeah, I think that like you won't have to ask yourself, should I settle? Like you'll just, uh, things will just feel right or things will just kind of happen. I think don't get into a relationship for the sake of a relationship. And I think that, um, yeah, I don't know about your I'm parents. I'm curious. I never met them. But I think <laughs> that you can't worry too much about them, but hopefully they're like cool about it. They'll figure it out. And if not, you have a chosen family, which is friends. And you can come Wait. sleep on my couch. You can sleep on our couch any day. I'm curious, like, when you first were going out with Angela, how did, like, I'm trying to, like, remember, like, when you were going out with Angela, was there some, like, when did it start to feel like, oh, this is, like, a relationship or this is going to be, like, my boyfriend? I don't remember. It happened so, like, naturally for y'all. It happened quite quickly, quite quickly. I remember being at, like, Chelsea Piers for the kids' soccer when I was nannying and, like, Mm -hmm. texting. And it was, like, very, very new. Um, I feel like, yeah, he was, like, so... I don't know, it just seemed so easy. Like, you guys liked each other so much right away. Yeah, it was very, it, it was, it feel very easy. Did you have big fights at the beginning or no? Yeah, huge fights. Well, not in the beginning, but in, like, I would say, oh, like, the second. Easter. Like, the second half of the first year or something. The, well, e- the yeah, Easter fight. The, the Easter of it all. But, um. <laughs> if you even, know, you like, know the Easter fight with my boyfriend. <laughs> I Y K Y K Easter orgy. Um, <laughs> I um, what was it going to say? I think that then, like after maybe like six months, there was lots of just like you know us being very different people with very different um, types of brains. Like that kept leading to fights. I'm someone who like mm-hmm. I guess when I do because I do have trouble with focus, but when I do focus on something, I really can only focus on one thing at a time. So like mm-hmm. other things truly disappear when I'm like working on something or like mm-hmm. whatever. You're very present. I guess, but I'm also so not present. No, you are present. Someone um told me, um, Fran <laughs> Duva, who's a brilliant genius. We have to have Fran on the pod. Oh my I god, I love her. She's so funny. She makes me laugh, laugh, laugh with her posts. Yeah, we gotta get her on the pod. And um, but anyway, so, 
Put on the list. <laughs> her friend, shout out if she's listening, told me about something called like hypersomnia or something. It means that like you can sleep so much and never feel quite as awake as you should. And then I'm like, oh my God, I think I have that. She's like, you can see so much? No, sleep so much. Oh. It's like hypersomnia. I'm yeah. making up that name, but it was something like that. It, that sounds like a TikTok disease where someone's like, hey, if you guys are having a hard time, it's because you have I'm so glad I'm not part of the TikTok world. It's fun to watch. I haven't been watching a lot, but I like to watch a little bit. But this is all to say, Andrew, love will come. Love will come. And if it doesn't, I don't know. Um, Of course, I'm such a little bitch ass stupid whore. And I was so excited to send out my Christmas gifts early this year. Cut it to December 17th. I haven't sent a single thing. But I got COVID. I know. I have to do Christmas shopping. Oy. Brian and I decided we're each going to get each other. We're going to like go to a jewelry store and pick something out for each other. Because he wants a new chain. Because his broke. I'll never want jewelry. My whole life, <laughs> I'll never want it. I want so many gems. Oh, I was walking with my friend. <laughs> I was walking with my friend. Shout out, Katie. And um, we were talking about engagement rings. And we both, we were like being so serious. We're like, we just want ours to be like really big and unique. Just like really big and unique. And then we're like, we sound <laughs> so fucking stupid. Um, I wonder if I'll ever get proposed to the way, with the way with the way I'm acting. I wonder if I'll ever get yeah. proposed to. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Some Should days we do I crave an- adventure and some days I crave to be cooking soup till I die. Yeah. I don't want to cook soup yeah. till I die, but I would eat someone else's soup till I die. Wait, can you... Let's do maybe we'll do, an, let, let's do another VM. Let's do another VM. Hi, Kat and Pat. Oh. <laughs> Your message um, answering machine is really great. Um, my name is Shelly. Um, I'm a doctoral student in clinical psychology and I was just calling because I don't know if you'll even get this message but um, I'm learning this new treatment it's called pain reprocessing therapy and it's all about how your brain sort of learns and gets stuck kind of in pain mode Um, and I know that Pat is having hip pain with running um, and this is a really cool approach. It's got scientific backing. I'm going to, like, stop talking now. Um, but the book is called, that you could read, is called The Way Out by Alan Gordon. There's also an audio book if you don't want to read. Um, just thinking about how much you like running and... Maybe this could be something that helps. Okay, bye. That is so um, okay. fucking sweet. That feeling when they give the yeah. treatment. That feeling when they give yeah. the treatment. That girl was sweet to me. That girl, that girl was, was sweet to me. Sweet to you. Wait. I love her. Wait, what was it called? The uh, the, way, the out, way out. But what was the pain thing? Sometimes pain like your brain can get stuck in a place where you think you're in pain, I guess. Basically, she's I honestly, you're not I in ghost pain. pain. Yeah, I guess she's like, I'm, you're lazy and you don't feel like ready. Um, <laughs> no, that happens to me a lot, like, after injuries when I'm, like, because it's so soft tissue. Injuries are so tricky coming back from sometimes because it's, like, it's so hard to tell. Like, it's never going to feel completely normal the first few runs, so it's so hard to tell, like, am I making it worse or is this just, like, the normalcy of, like, starting training again? And then sometimes I'm, like, am I really hurting or do I just, I'm thinking so much about if it hurts. Um, so I'm going to wait. I'm going to read the way out. I love that. I love that girl. 
Wait, y'all. My dad. My dad's trying to get me to quit Strava because it's too expensive. Expensive. My okay. So th- this is a huge part of my life. Is that for some reason I can't figure out. This is like this is the biggest thing about my entire life. I can't figure out how to unlink my father's credit card from my Apple ID. So if I ever want to buy an app, which isn't often, if I ever buy an app, I immediately get an email from him being like, what the hell is this? And then, so every month he's getting this Strava bill and he's like, I get this email, dump this or Venmo me, $100 per year, worth it, question mark. Oh my God. My dad doesn't want me to be in the Strava community. Wait, what? There is a free version. For some reason, I felt like I had to pay, but it's the classic me, like just throwing money no, away. I, no, I remember signing up and like not realizing. I was like, oh, it costs money. Interesting. But then when I was talking to my brothers, they were like, no, no one pays. But it was no not intuitive brothers? how to not. It, it was not intuitive how to not pay. Okay, I'll figure it out together with your brothers. Once I Eiffel Tower, your brothers will figure it out. I'm sorry. <laughs> so that was much. crass. That was crass. That was so crass. Um, you know. No, you say it back to me. Once you Eiffel Tower, my brothers. Once Eiffel Tower, your brothers. But are you talking about getting Eiffel Tower, not Eiffel Tower? I guess that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. What are you going to eat today? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like frustrated and I can't figure out what to do. But can I say something? Sometimes when I'm in a hotel and I, I feel kind of trapped because I don't know like how to get food or what food to get. Is yeah, that what you're especially since last night I couldn't even get inside the hotel. And like, I will say it's the kind of hotel where like... See, I'm the kind of person, I'm really a traditionalist with hotel. When I go in, mm-hmm. I want it to really feel like a hotel lobby. Yeah. And I want it to really be an elevator. And I want it to really be like all these things. Concierge. That, like, really... You want concierge. The things, the things that we talk about when we talk about hotel experience. Mm-hmm. Especially because like this was a trip where I was like, I kind of want to, like I was going by myself for no true real reason. And I was like, I think I just want to, like, I haven't had it. I hadn't taken a trip anywhere. And so long, I was like, I want to just get it a nice hotel and like, you know, whatever. And so I was willing to pay a decent amount of money. And this is a very nice hotel, but it's just like kind of, it does feel like their whole thing kind of is like, it doesn't feel that much like a hotel. Yeah, they want it to feel like home. Yeah. No, I want to feel If I wanted it to feel home, guess where I would be? Home. You know what else feels like home? My home where I live. Are you, is your hotel on that stretch that has the breakfast taco place? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but I can't even know because I literally, I'm very close to Amy, our dear friend Amy. I'm on the other side of Sun. I'm like just on the other side of Sunset. But you know, she doesn't live there anymore. (gasps) I didn't know that about her. She and Grarg moved in together. Oh, something happened on Love Island Australia season three that was so, it sounded like a seek treatment title. This, the girls were going around talking about their type and they like were all kind of saying the same thing. And one of the girls was like, we're copy and paste, we're copy and paste. Oh, I love that. I was like, we're copy and paste. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Australia is really taking me back to my comedy roots, which is, of course, Chris Lilly as Jemay. J-A apostrophe M-A-E. Oh weird, weird name, I know, but you'll get used to it. <laughs> stupid Christian. <laughs> that's my favorite. For some reason, that's my favorite line of the series is stupid Christian. <laughs> when they're like doing... Just like me watching this. Blurry. <laughs> This is school without a formal move out of my way, stupid Christian. (laughs) (laughs) Me watching blurry videos of Jamee on YouTube when I was like a junior in high school invented me. Yeah, it invented me too. I used to Um, watch play the Concords and I used to be really attracted to the smaller one. I like the bigger one. That's and that's and that's why we're not copy and paste. And that's why we're not being copy and paste right now. We're not even being copy and paste a little. Um, you could, LA is all about Postmates, which I learned. Yeah, no, I knew that too. 
Oh, sorry. Fuck me. No, no. I knew that ever since. Um, ever since, remember that person who didn't give me a job wanted to post me. It's me. Oh, that person. <laughs> when I think about that person, my my blood is slowly starting to simmer, but it it was boiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually like feel like I'm really in tune with God lately. Oh, that's good. I know. I'm you so know in tune with God. I think it's because Marla is watching out for me now. Oh, that's so sweet. I know. I went to her memorial. It was so beautiful. That's nice. I think I, I posted about this, but for those who didn't know, I um, not to be morbid, but Marla, my mentor, who came on the pod, um, passed away peacefully in, on October 15th. She'd been suffering, struggling with cancer for like seven years, maybe five years. For the, for the majority of the time, I knew her. And so I got to spend a lot of time with her. And she, um, I know I can feel her. She's in a better place. Yeah. I love her so much. And it, like, I really, literally, I can feel her so much now. That's amazing. I know. It's special that we have that like podcast episode recorded. Well, when she called me like when right before that, she had called me being like, you know, I don't think it's not going well. Then I called my dad like crying and it was his idea. He was like, you should have her on the podcast. Yeah, that's so and I was sweet. like, that's so smart. I know her yeah. memorial was amazing. And now I'm like close with her family. And so I feel like she's going to keep being in my life. In oh, that's ways. incredible. She said the fun. There was the funniest story. Um I wonder if I can share it. I'll, honest, I'll tell you and you can tell me if you think it's like weird to share it. She was kind of like, this is like in her final days. Like she's like, you know, when you start kind of seeing and hearing things like as you're about to pass. And she said like, <laughs> they were like, what are you, Marla? Like, what are you, what are you seeing? She's like, I'm in space and there's all this music. And and they're like, oh, what, what does it sound like? Is it, is it, is it beautiful? And she goes, eh. <laughs> 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 is it beautiful <laughs> oh <laughs> no you can share that that's really funny it's very her it's very funny um but i can feel her presence and that's why i feel in touch with god anyways cool. um what are you gonna eat on a hey on a similar note what do you what think you eat for today? lunch i don't know it's like i don't know i i, could, I know i could see i could definitely see me getting like a room service type of thing oh you should definitely do that yeah so it'll see it'll see what they have i mean I'm, I'm, of course i'm open to a wrap of course i'm open to a burger of course i'm open to anything like that but i'm gonna have to see because you never know in la sometimes it's like you know, quinoa greens and oh, they're all salmon broiled salmon and having nice at this day. point, it's like the new thing is the new thing is not that. Wait, I one of the greatest pleasures of being in a hotel in Latvia while a country was in full lockdown is that I basically ate room service for every meal for like two weeks. Ugh. Bliss, bliss. That sounds incredible. Can I say uh, Brian's very sweet friend Dakota? Shout out! I don't know if she listens. Listens. She um just sent us ramen, and I have to say. She's the third friend to send me soup. Isn't that the sweetest thing? Oh, I don't think of ramen as soup necessarily. It's it's good for when you're sick. It's brothy brothy. Shout out to yeah, Dakota, no, Katie, and Sarah, my three real friends who sent me soup. I love those three. I love, I those, love those three. three. Um, now, do you, you feel hot today? You know what? Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, I kind of do. I kind of feel like I look good, even though I know I don't. That's exactly right. But you know, I just took a shower right before this, and you know when a hotel does the famous thing of like, it's like a rainfall kind of shower where it's like, just comes straight down on you. You know what I mean? I love that. But it's never enough pressure. And actually, Angela did teach me this. When it's mm-hmm. not good water pressure, it really makes your hair bad when you come out. So I thought I was gonna have bad hair. But I guess the, I guess the exception proves the rule because I think I like my hair right now. Yeah, I think your hair is actually looking really nice. Brian's I, hair is it's in such a sexy length right now. 
Oh, really? Right when it starts to look a little crazy. Whenever he says, I think I need a haircut, that's when it's perfect. Yeah. Oh. I need he a haircut. He looks so hot. He put on these, like, tight sweat. We all know this, and I'm just being so derivative, but when you see a guy in tight sweatpants and you can see the outline of his dick, is there anything better? No. 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 Um, you know, I um, Ansel shaved his eyebrows. How was that? Oh, shave for, for the for the. Shaved. Can we talk about that yeah. for the tape? Yeah, for drag, for drag. Um. Anyways, um. When Brian shaved his head during quarantine number one, it really felt like I was having sex with a different person at first. Oh really? Yeah, I guess that's true for me too. In a in a hot way, I was kind of like, "Who's this like fucking?" It was very like macho. Yeah, I never thought I would understand why like people do the thing where like. Um, the wife waits in a bar with like a pink wig on and the man comes in and they role play in the bar and then go have sex. I never had to understand why people do that, but now I like do understand why people do that. I totally understand. Remember, never forget, friend of the pod, Betty Gilpin on the train. Wait, what? what, what she again? said that she and her husband will like wait on the train and like meet each other. Oh, fuck. yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking That's love cool. I miss her. I love her. I miss her. I love her. You know what? I was just thinking of. Oh, wait. I really want to have. I'm putting this into the universe. I really want to have a threesome with a girl in the new year. Really? Do you think Brian would be open to two men and you? Yeah, definitely. I, I know that's, not, that's cool. No, I think we're both very open. As long as like we feel in a solid place and like the relationship with the person feels like safe and normal, I think we'd enjoy both styles. Yeah. But you don't think you would be weirded out of like being naked with another man no he's he's basically gay oh yeah he's essentially gay you've met him (laughs) i think as long as he feels like i'm like i'm doing like i'm doing that but in both ways for me it's hot to be like we're doing this because we know it turns the other one on you know what i mean yeah yeah i haven't seen brian a very long time i know i just saw him like 30 minutes ago it's crazy opposite well, you know, I literally, I said this when I just saw, I now only see you when you're on my right on a couch at the Bell House, and I haven't ever seen you since then. I know, literally. But look at me, New, new Year, here's a, here's a couple of New Year's resolutions, not to get, because we're not here yet, because we have an episode, we have another episode before the end of the year, but one, threesome with a girl, two, podcast with Allison behind glass, um, <laughs> and three, see Pat um, off the Bell House couch, see Pat in other ways. Wait, what was my New Year's, I had a New Year's resolution too, did I say it? No. It's gone. I don't have it anymore. That will happen. That will um, really happen. Um, okay, so I randomly do feel hot. Crush of the week. My crush of the week is my friends who gave me soup, Sarah, Katie, Dakota. My crush of the week was Andrew because his voice was turning me on. I know. And my also crush of the week is um, Love Island season three is so good so far. Australia. Oh, Australia. Australia. I wish I could know what Andrew looks like. My other crush is I'm just addicted to the Mexican restaurant next to my house, Mole. It's so they never disappoint. Oh, that's so good to have a restaurant like that. Well, it's so amazing because you can order on seamless but pick up and it's ready in like three seconds. You know, we don't have really good restaurants near us. And the places oh. we have that can be good sometimes or will regularly disappoint where it's like, oh, today we like randomly like didn't even use food to make this. We used like whatever was around the kitchen that wasn't food. Yeah. Anyways. Um. Yeah, my question uh, is Andrew's voice. Um. What? Um. That's not really. Are you mad I at me? really hope that I. I really hope I can still go to Christmas with my family. I hope you can too. 
We'll see what happens. Anyways, um, are you mad at me? No. Are you mad at me for making you do this hotel-wise? No, not at all, not at all, not at all. Hotel-wise. Not mad at you at all. Never never more in love. Um, You came, you, I, you were there for me in a moment of need. I hope that I, um, I haven't been too low energy this whole episode. People have to understand that I'm tired. No, I'm being manic, so it's perfect. I'm being manic with COVID. It's like a a whole bonus. Um, okay, so random. We're gonna be fully corporate whores, and we're gonna be off the week between Christmas and New Year's, and we, we'll, we'll be back um, before New Year's, right? I think it's we'll be back in the New Year. Let me see. No, because we're doing. But if we're no, we're we're skipping the twenty first, and we'll have an episode. No, on the no, 28th. we're skipping the twenty eighth. Yeah. Oh, sad. Okay, wait, sad. Okay, so <laughs> we're skipping Christmas week. And we'll, our next episode will be in the new year. Leave this all in where it's like we're figuring out. Like we're figuring yeah, out. It it's we're just figuring like it you out. all do. Like we don't know what day is what day. Oh, we don't know what day it is, honey. If you're if you're ever mad at us, just know that we ba- we're we barely functioning. I barely, um, I paid my 2020 taxes last week, honey. That my is ass, crazy. My ass is unwiped right now. Um. Okay, so we'll be, we'll be back with our next episode on January 4th, which is also the day I talked to my psychiatrist. Um, okay, so, all right, bye. Love, laugh, and loves. Bye, love you guys. Treatment. If you're boring as fuck